0: going greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips
1: a very good morning and welcome to going greyhounds the 26th of october 2021 1031 a.m you're listening to sky sports radio i'm mark Holmes. it's good to have your company again huge weekend of greyhound racing that was and we've got a, a big night ahead of us this evening from lismore the Group 2 Workers' Cup. Can't wait for that. The week that was, though, we'll start off with. Feature racing went to Goulburn on Sunday, where Well went back-to-back in the Group 3 Goulburn Cup around a length off his own track record, hoping to solidify his spot in the Group 1 tab Top Gun. Currently, that market is suspended. Of course, we will be announcing the final uh, field on the show tonight, the pen, uh, looking forward to that, 7pm Sky Racing 2. We'll also have Ash Baker along from the Meadows, the CEO. Meanwhile, tonight sees the running of the group 2 Lismore Cup fastest qualifier is the Steve cavanagh trained Lewis Rumble. In other news, details have been announced for Paul Wheeler's funeral. Will be held on Monday, November 1 at the Church of St John, the Evangelist in Young at 11am Numbers due to social distancing inside the church will be limited, but large screens will be outside at the church as well as at the Young Harness Racing Club. Uh, we spoke to Pete Davis last week on the Catching Pen suggesting that the family wants as many people to, to be able to get along and pay their respects as possible. Thus, the, the figure that Paul Willer was in our industry Tune into the Catching Pen tonight. As I mentioned, Ash Baker will be our special guest host announcing the tab slot also for the inaugural running of the Phoenix. Very, very exciting. Coming up this evening on the Catching Pen, we'll get stuck into the Going Greyhound show for this Tuesday morning right after this.
2: This is a message to all local businesses. On
1: behalf of all radio listeners. Let's hear from
0: you. Yeah, we want to know when your laptops are on sale. If
1: your bar has live music. Or if we can book a table online. There's more of us listening to radio than
0: ever before.
3: In our cars, on our phones, laptops, smart speakers. In
0: fact, 95% of all Australians. That's
3: a lot of potential new customers. So come on. Things have opened up.
0: And we're all ears. Advertise on radio and watch your business grow. For help with radio advertising, visit radioalive.com.au. Why do I only use Pazload? Well, the Pazload Frame Master is the lightest cordless framer on the market. Weighing in at only 3.3 kilos, it's a full kilo lighter than those other battery ones. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. Is your business recruiting? Nova Employment has over 1,500 people with diverse abilities ready to make a positive difference in your workplace. Nova has an unbeatable track record of success.
1: I'm Dan Marmont from Midigong RSL. Nova Employment have supplied us with reliable and ambitious members of staff. I'd highly recommend other employers focus on ability.
0: Nova Employment is a free service and government incentives may be available. Take the hassle and cost out of recruiting. Choose NovaEmployment.com.au On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going
1: greyhounds. light is on. The bunny set into motion, we're set for a break. Fire legend, box one, defending champ, 175 set. Racing, or Fire Legend only fairly away, beginning best in the centre was Ritzer William, out wide of it was Mia Magic, punching up now the favourite Fire Legend. On its back was Pike, wide of those Little Burns and five off at the tail, Jimmery Dynamite into the back, Ritzer William the pilot, sticking on its back now was Fire Legend, uh, length and a half away to Pike, next was Little Burns, that's pretty much a race, Ritzer William still in front, trying to get through on the uh, rail was Fire Legend, gets it, late Pike but checked, kicking as Fire Legend, Fire Legend home. Beats Pike. Grabbing third was Little Bird. Welcome back to Going Greyhands. It was Fire Legend taking out his heat of the Leesmore Cup last week. Uh, The son of Fernando Ballon. Tickaway Fire. What a beauty he's been for Mark Amel Moroni. Mark joins us on the line. He's very consistent. He just wants to keep chasing as we saw from that win last week. Good morning to you.
4: Yeah, good morning, Mark. Good to be here.
1: Great to uh, seem still have that chase in him.
4: Oh, yeah. He's a He's a sensational chaser. He's um, just a, just a true professional. He knows how to win.
1: He's got nine group finals alongside of his name. He goes for win thirty four at Lismore tonight, aiming to make it back to back Lismore Cups. When you, uh, well, when you when you made the mating, did you ever think that this was going to be possible with one of your pups?
4: Well, uh, you always hope, but uh, obviously we went to the best solo with Fernando Bale and. Um, Yeah, there's three or four really good ones in the litter. He's obviously the best but um, no, he's done a sensational job his whole career. He's won 33 races now and uh, made two Group 1 finals and a number of finals so no, he's just been a marvellous dog.
1: Everything's easy in hindsight, Mark, but I just want to touch on the influence of Fernando Bale especially with the the recent passing of Paul Willer. Now, with Fernando Bale, we see what he's done and all the prize money, all the winning greyhounds uh, he has had. But from a trainer's perspective, you've had this guy, of course. You've had fire on ice. You, just tell tell me your general thoughts around the amazing stud dog that is Fernando Bale.
4: Oh, well, uh, this is probably the best litter I've ever bred. And um, and that's, you know, fully due to Fernando Bale and how mm-hmm. good a star he is and... And the dogs are just—they're phenomenal chasers. Like they just—they run through brick walls, you know. All of mine, and um, uh, you know, we can even see Arctic Kingdoms going really well. For Owen Langley's got him now, and he's got him really firing. And yeah, they just—they just chase, 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 and they just never give up.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. And and especially your fella start eighty-two tonight. How is he going in comparison to this time last year, Mark?
4: Oh, he's still going well. You know, he sort of, he like I said the other day, he doesn't always run the fastest time, but he gets the job done. Mm. You know, he has run a lot of fast times, but uh, if you're a winner, you're just a winner, you know, and, and that's that seems to be him. Even when we went to Melbourne in May, we, we went down mainly for his sister, Fire and Ice for the Sapphire Crown, and I wasn't even going to take him and I ended up putting him in the Harrison Dawson and he won his heat and, you know, made the final of that group one. So mm. they just, you can never underestimate him.
1: Yeah, especially not this fella. Now he's got box eight tonight. He's a $5 shot. Uh, what are your thoughts leading into the feature group two tonight up at Lismore?
4: Well, ideally he's, he loves an inside draw, you know, one or two, but, his record from box eight, I think he's had um, 11 starts for five wins and five placings. So, you know, he, he's not hopeless off the eight. He's just got to come out with them and, and just just probably find the fence through the catching pen, which is going to be hard off the eight. But if he gets to the fence by the catching pen, he's going to be right in it. Who do
1: you see as the, the dog to beat? Cashview second favourite, $3. Lewis Rumble's the favourite at two twenty. Even Mercy Dash burnt ends down there. Who's the dog yeah, to probably, beat,
4: Mark? Oh, I think Lewis Rumble's definitely the one to beat. Like, he run the real quick first section last week and um, if he gets in front, he's probably not going to run him down. So, But I think um, I think Steve Kavanagh said he's a bit hit and miss sometimes. He doesn't always come out like he did last week. So, mm. you know, we're sort of, you know, no offence to him, but we're sort of <laughs> banking on him missing it a bit. Mm. But, a bit uh, of good luck to it, go your way, yeah. And if that happens, there's a lot of, like Cashview's a, a top dog, but he's he's very slow early most of the time, so he's going to have dogs in front of him. And, um, you know, the rest of the field, you know, uh, they're good, but they're probably not as good as the field we met last year with A. Uh, Mickey and Sequana and All Hands Off and Co., you know, last year, so. Mm. Um, no, but we're, we're right in it. I'm, I'm fairly happy. Yeah, you know, I would have rathered inside, but I'm fairly happy with the eight.
1: Now he turns four early next year. Any signs of slowing down? He'll be eligible for the $100,000 Masters Meteor next May. What are your thoughts?
4: Yeah, well, that'll, that'll be a plan because he, he turns four just before the, that, uh, Masters series is on. So Beautiful timing. Yeah, that's right. It was actually a blessing in disguise that they postponed it. So, um, yeah, well, we're hoping we'll have him still going by then. He's, we've been very lucky, touch wood. He's, he's never really had an injury his whole career. You know, so maybe something that's kept him out for a week, but nothing nothing ever serious is wrong with him. Most of the times I get, him, I get my muscle man to check him and he said, you wasted your time coming up here because there's nothing <laughs> wrong with him. <laughs> so, you know, that's always good for the longevity of a dog if they're, they're reasonably injury-free through their career.
1: Absolutely. Now, Fire and Ice, litter sister, recently retired and mated to Shimmer Shine. Must be particularly excited about that mating.
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he was widely regarded as the fastest dog in Australia when he was racing Shimmer Shine, so... You know, it was, uh, it was a pretty easy choice to go to him, myself, and the uh, owner, Graham Blunt, and, um, no, we're excited about that. And, you know, with a bit of luck, we'll possibly have her coming back for that Masters series as well, because it's about seven months away, so, you know, it'd be nice. We could have two in it, yet.
1: Now, uh, Fire Legends' mum, Tickaway Fires had a litter to... Uh, My Redeemer, which are going sensational at the moment, another pup by Seneki and a litter of babies by Flying Ricardo. An update on how they're all going, Mark.
4: Yeah, well, uh, the best one of the My Redeemers is Black Firebrand. He's going to be a very good dog. He just he ran second here at Grafton in the track record time last week, and um, he just ripped the toenail out, so he's going to have right. to have about three weeks off. But but he's a very fast dog. he's run twenty one nine at Gosford and um, he ran twenty five four at the first meeting at Grafton, which is you know pretty good so yeah he's a pretty smart dog. Uh, the next litter, the Seneys, we only had one pup, and um she's sixteen months old. I've just trialed her at Grafton yesterday and she ran twenty and four over the three fifty and that's the furthest she's ever been so.
1: How does that rate, Mark, for uh well, for well, well, the, the, the ignorant such as myself?
4: Well the best of the morning was twenty and fourteen, I'm told, which is okay. of Dave Irwins. So, um no, twenty and four would be a top run for a sixteen month old. She she's never been further than two hundred and sixty meters before going over three fifty here. Yeah, right. And um so she's only had five trials since she broke in. But uh so she looks like she's gonna be pretty good too, I'd say.
1: Well, that's exciting. Uh, and and the Ricardos?
4: The, yeah, the flying Ricardos are four months old. Um, yeah, they're a beautiful, even litter of pups. I so couldn't be happier with the way they look. Um, we had five pups there and, yeah, sold a couple. I only kept one of those. So, you know, with plenty of brood bitches with fire and ice on season, we can't keep them all. So mm. just keep a couple out of every litter and I'll be happy.
1: Very exciting, mate. And when uh, are you making the move up north?
4: Yeah, we are, uh, end of December. I'm actually yep. in Grafton now. Okay. I came up on, well, of course, the dog's in Lismore Cup. I came up on Sunday to, we bought a little place right next to the dog track up here. Oh,
1: beautiful. Congratulations.
4: Yeah, so we've, um, we've put new kennels in. I'm actually, we're working on it now, doing a big, a bit of an extension and, Yeah, so we're up here for the week. I'll be racing here on Wednesday and Sunday this week and then we'll go home. But, yeah, when I get here, I don't want to go home. It's such a a (laughs) beautiful place. It's unbelievable.
1: Well, it sounds like you made the right decision to move up there for yourself and for Mel. We wish you the best of luck tonight, Mark, with Fire on Ice jumping from Box 8 in the Group 2 Leesmore Cup, looking to go back-to-back.
4: Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time, Mark. Any time, mate.
1: Always a pleasure having Mark Moroney. Coming on Going Greyhounds, we'll take a short break before our next guest, Danielle Matic. I loved your way with words.
0: You knew your type. I considered myself a bit quirky. You'd plug me in and tap away. Now you're bored of my keys. I'm not your childhood sweetheart, I'm your old computer keyboard. With National Recycling Week starting November 8th, give me and old mate Mousy a second shot at life. But don't just put us in your normal recycling bin. Search National Recycling Week to find out more. Hi, this is Dave Stanley. Make sure you join our experts for punters post-mortem. Dean Lester. I think had it been under the Terry Bailey era, it
1: would have been upheld and quickly. Ron Duffercy. It's a big decision to make. It's hard to argue. I've seen a lot worse. I was leaning to uphill. And Glenn Munsey. Everyone salivates when Craig Williams protests because you're going to get a Raymond Burr-type performance. (laughs) Punters' post-mortem. All the racing action from the weekend, Monday morning from 9 on Sky
0: Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. The 2021 Group 3 Golden Cup final. We're all set. Ready. Racing in the cup. Clear last out with Sonny Coke. And Wales exploded out of the boxes. Straight to the lead. Now, Derry Express is going to get the assist straight behind him. Two lengths to casual glance. Mr. Tigger, trouble at Mill. They were followed by ritz O'Donnell, covering a Dreaming. And Sonny Coke, Well, the leader to the corner. Derry Express is asking the question. Well responds on the outside. Well surges away now from Derry Express and casual glance. And this is why he's the, one of the best in the country. Well, simply superb, has taken the cup.
1: He was superb indeed. That was wow on Sunday, taking another Goulburn Cup. First feature for him since joining the kennel of Danielle and her mum, Ruth Matic. Danielle, very good morning to you. Great to have you on the show. Uh, was it a relief to, to see him pick up a big feature race? What were your emotions post-race?
2: Uh, yeah, I was very relieved, thank you. <laughs> um, it was just you know so nice to see him win back-to-back and yeah, there haven't been any big racing opportunities for him you know, in New South Wales with COVID, so it
1: was nice. Just on that, you've had to be very patient, have you, and, and just keep him going around those you know, Goulburn uh, Friday meetings and the free-for-alls and just knocking them off, and your patience has now been rewarded.
2: Yeah, it was Yeah, um, just frustrating when you see people going, oh, why is the dog racing at you know, Goulburn and Narrow? But that's all we we're allowed to do, so mm. we're not allowed to go into Sydney at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be fair, he rarely he let you down either.
2: No, he's he's just yeah, unbelievable dog, he's just beautiful.
1: Now, with a, with a greyhound like this do you, do you feel much pressure? Um does he feel the pressure? It Doesn't look like it, but what about you, yourselves and and your mum Ruth? You feel a bit of pressure with such a high quality animal?
2: Oh, there's always pressure every time, you know, with any of them, you always like to see them do well and um yeah, I don't think he feels it you try you know, he try not to <laughs> get nervous because I think they do pick up on it, but um yeah.
1: What's what, what's your feelings in regards to his future? Do you feel like there's further improvement to come because he looks to be going as well as ever?
2: No, I don't think he'll improve anymore at his age. It's more just a matter of keeping him going and just trying to maintain his form and um, you know, looking towards other big races. Like probably, hopefully we get in the top gun and look towards Melbourne Cup as well with him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so a trip down south, and you mentioned the Melbourne Cup. Would there be... Would you put your hand up for a run in the, uh, in the Phoenix?
2: Oh, I just don't know how he's going to be able to qualify. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll get in with the GBADA, so with that series, it clashes too much with the Melbourne Cup, so it depends on what Jairns W do, and, um, you yeah, know, they can't go in everything. <laughs> I'd love yeah. to go in the Hobart 1000 as well, So, but that depends once again on the border closures with Tasmania. So.
1: so the Hobart 1000's even on the agenda?
2: I'd love to go in that because we've run second in it once before, and it's it's a really nice track down there, and... Yeah, it'd just be a bit of a holiday for us.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> a working holiday. Uh what was the dog yeah. you ran second with?
2: Um, Hurricane Luke.
1: Hurricane Luke. There you go. Right. Um so you'll be tuning in tonight and just hoping that uh that he gets a run in the top gun uh coming up?
2: Yeah, for sure. Just a nice box would be good as well. <laughs>
1: what what <laughs> box ideally? Ask. ask the barrier ask the box gods right now. What box would you like?
2: <laughs> oh, you'd have to go to the one, but um yeah, just somewhere on the inside I think.
1: There are, there might be a long queue for that one, Danielle. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> well, uh, he's well in betting for a lot of the feature races coming up, and even for the Phoenix, he's $21, so he's he's given a hope, $26 for the Melbourne Cup. Uh, what would it mean to, to pick up a race like the Top Gun, Melbourne Cup, even the Phoenix if he manages to get there? Any Group 1 special, but a race like the Melbourne Cup?
2: Oh, the Melbourne Cup's I mean, yeah, being in New South Wales, it's all about the Easter egg, and he ran second in that, but... Um yeah, I think the Melbourne Cup's probably the second biggest race. Yeah, you know, for me, the second biggest one I'd like to win, for sure.
1: Absolutely, and wonderful prize money uh, available too. Uh, any exciting youngsters coming through the kennels that we should keep an eye out for?
2: Um, unfortunately, probably not. <laughs> no, um, I'm like, I've only just got the three boys, and then I've got um, three pups that are six months old, so, yeah.
1: The next, the next uh, range of stars, I'm sure, coming through the kennel, Danielle. We appreciate you coming on. Huge congratulations for last Sunday. Must have been a huge thrill to pick up the Group Three at Goulburn, and to see the style he did it in was ultra impressive. So, thank you for sharing your your thoughts and your comments with us, Danielle. And best of luck for the rest of this year.
2: Okay, thank you very much,
1: Danielle Maddock joining us on Going Greyhounds. Uh, Box one is the hope for the Top Gun and to get a run in there, obviously, but she would be a welcome addition to such a fabulous race. Uh, we'll have markets available later tonight after we announce the Top Gun field tonight on the Catching Pen. Another short break before we catch up with the winner of the Fireball, Ray Webster.
0: But here is a horse who is really in the zone. Tara has taken the mantle of the best pacer in the Southern Hemisphere. And he does it again. The King of Melton, Tara, wins by 10. Tara, winner of seven Group 1 races. New to Yorubi's stud in 2021.
1: And he has eclipsed his own track record by 0.7 of a second.
0: Visit yorubi.com.au. Message from Scotto The last time Daz picked a winner Question mark yes. Now playing on the History Channel yes. Laughing emojis. Ha ha Get the last ha, laugh ha. with Venue Mode ha, ha. When the green light is activated You'll get access to exclusive markets and offers Just for heading to your local Venue Mode on the Tab app Tab, long may we play Ha ha
2: Venue Mode available on the Tab app In operating tab venues, agencies and selected race courses. Gamble responsibly Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858
0: Form Guide, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. TNC Supplier Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Green light, Lewis Travels, Race 10. It is the running of the 2021 Fireball Final. They're set ready racing now more sauce come out midfield father rick got away quickly manila beef's going to get a clear run Sizzlefly fly the outside more sources out the back father rick holds the lead from Sizzlefly. fly three lengths to radiation manila beef kapow they're followed by snipes and more sauce but in the straight father rick has dropped the second dog Sizzlefly fly and it's father rick's fireball father rick beats sizzle fly radiation more sauce got home late no luck the favorite
1: Father Rick at an each-way price, taking out the fireball of 2021 from Goulburn on the weekend. Trainer of that very greyhound, Ray Webster, joins us. Ray, good morning. How are you?
3: I'm very well, thank you. Yourself?
1: Very well, mate. Even better after Sunday, I can imagine.
3: Oh, yeah. It was a big thrill to win that race on Sunday.
1: Did you have something small on at the price?
3: No, no. uh, The prize money was such that I I didn't want to put the mock on him by backing (laughs) him as well, so... I just let him go around for
1: the prize money. Hey, just on that, uh, I hear that from a lot of people in racing, not only just Greyhound Racing, Gallops Racing and the rest of it. You ask if you had something on, and yes, we love a bet and we love a punt, but prize money is so good and so strong, especially in those two codes of Greyhound Racing and, and Thoroughbred Racing. They don't really need to have a bet. I mean, even for winning this race on the weekend, you've done particularly well out of it.
3: Oh, exactly. Um you know, the prize money in the uh, greyhounds at the moment is, I've never seen it, as good as what it is and it's spread right across the uh, the greyhound arena, really. You know, the people in the bush are the opportunity to run for good money now. They've got um, uh, provincial meetings at places like uh, Ganondah and Wagga and so on, and uh, it's really good to see the sport going ahead the way it is.
1: Yeah, terrific. Um, yeah, terrifically put, uh, Ray. Now you've put away a quality field including that speed machine more sauce who broke uh, records in the heats uh, were you surprised by the win at all
3: no not really i the way the the box draw came out um, <clears throat> i I knew that um, we uh, our dog was probably well we knew he would definitely move to the right and we we're drawn alongside more source so we were we were really hoping that we'd we'd get out at least on par with more sauce and uh, maybe give him a, a little bit of a nudge, which is what happened. And and uh, we were very, very fortunate that uh, we were able to get away from more sauce early on in the bit and uh, and uh, he wasn't able to make up the leeway over 350 metres.
1: He's very lightly raced and at just start 11, he's picked up the fireball there. Uh, as I mentioned, $10,000 to the winner. Always shown ability, uh He's just putting it together now. Did you have to sort of teach him early on? He just had, needed to have those few starts to, to get him right. You can see before he won all of these races in a row, six in a row now. He had three seconds, a win and a six. It just took him a while to develop his craft. Tell us more about that, Ray.
3: Well, his first start, I think we put him in a, at um, Richmond in a 400, which is a bend start. And um, as I say, he's got this trader when the lids go up, he moves to the right, and uh, with the bend start, well, that can be disastrous. And in this case, that's what's happened. So, we've avoided we've avoided um, the bend starts ever since, and just concentrated a couple of runs up the straight at Richmond to give him, um, you know, a bit of room to find his feet. And he did very well there. He won one race and ran second in the final. Uh, and uh, and then I decided we'd just concentrate on Bulloy and uh, Goulburn, the big spacious tracks mm. which don't have the bend starts, and it's it's paid dividends so far. And um, you know he's uh, he's top grade in the in the sprints now, and uh, we'll probably stick with that formula for the next few starts at least. Okay, uh, maybe um, concentrate on a four forty down at um, at Goulburn in the next couple of weeks, and just just move him along slowly until we get him up to five hundred. I mean no. Hurry to brush him because he's um he's uh, he hasn't turned two year old yet, and uh, uh, I just want him to uh, keep racing with a fair degree of confidence.
1: Now yourself and your your wife Sharon, who's the owner of this greyhound, I can see uh, you've owned, trained, and bred plenty of good ones. The line goes back to Ladies Bracelet winner uh, Lagoon Lawana. Uh, she produced some jets in the breeding barn Ritzaleni who was trained by Mark Gatt, Lagoon Jazzy, runner-up in the egg behind Striker Light, and Lagoon Rhett, who was obviously a star, I think over 160 in prize money, 160,000 in prize money, Lagoon Pirate, and the mother of father, Rick Lagoon Prissy. Gee, you must be so proud to see this line just continue to produce.
3: Uh, it's been it's been an amazing ride for us. It, it started way back in 2000 when we bought, um, well, The Matriarch, which was... Um, Magic Grove, and um, and she she was a very good bitch for us. She made six or seven group finals over the staying distance, and I think she placed in at least three, maybe four of those. And uh, mm. she she sort of was our introduction to greyhound racing, and the fact that she was successful probably um, well they say success breeds enthusiasm, and that's that's what happened to us, and we've been you know reasonably uh, heavily involved ever since we've stuck with that one line and uh it's paid dividends all all along the way we've managed to have at least a couple of good dogs out of that line
1: and what about lagoon red i can remember him running third in, in adapto megastar what he was that was that 1918 uh anyway you ran third in that group one uh yeah, there he, it is 2018 uh, he was such a good dog for you 150,000 in prize money
3: yeah he was an excellent dog um we, uh, we sent him down to Victoria for a while, and at one stage, I think he won six in a row at Sandown. Um, he made two Speedstar finals down there and um, maybe one or two group finals. I can't remember exactly, but, sure, he, he, he ran in the Megastar and ran thirty one won his feet, and, um, uh, and he led him down the back straight in the Megastar and got run down for some reason, but... Um, uh, he's a very good dog, and he's um, he's got pride of place in our kennels here now. He's got his own kennel, his own yard during the cooler days, and <laughs> loving life.
1: What about Luana? A kennel named Fran passed away a few years ago. Uh, very special to the Websters.
3: Yeah, um, she was um, she was only a day or so off whelping a litter to Barsha Bale, which would have been. Uh, a repeat mating from uh, the Ritzaleni and li- the Bean Jazzy litter, and unfortunately um, complications set in, and she died quite suddenly before she had the pups. And uh, yeah, that was a um, that was a sad day.
1: Like you like you said about uh, the highs and the lows of racing, like we always talk about. Um, that would have been a, a really hard day for yourself and Sharon.
3: Very hard day indeed. Yeah, no, it was a hard day. Yeah, uh, pl- you know, life goes on. You've got to pick yourself up and get over it. And fortunately, we've got a couple of her daughters that we've been able to breed out of and, uh, and continue the line.
1: Absolutely. Now, you've had plenty of successes we've touched on. What's the goal for you guys now? You obviously want to have a bit of fun and you've already had great success, but what's the race that you'd like to win and can this bloke do it for you?
3: Well, we're hoping he can advance to... To be able to run a, a strong 500, even though he's finishing off his races very hard at the moment and he's, his run-on times are quite good, you just don't know until you try them over it. And, um, you know, ultimately, I think every Greyhound trainer in New South Wales' his goal is to win the Golden Easter mm. Um, We went close. Jazzy got beaten by her head by uh, Striker Light in 2017. To go one better would be. Would be our um, highlight of our whole career if we could do that to win your, own, you, you know, your home state um, uh, marquee race. So that's what we're hoping for.
1: I just love the way New South Welsh uh, trainers, uh, owners talk about the Golden Easter Egg. It, it's a bit like how you know, Gallup's trainers talk about the, you know, the Melbourne Cup and now races like the Everest. They I want to win those big races and there's an attachment to it that is second to none. Uh, yeah. any other, any other litters, uh, any other runners in that litter that go, uh, as well or, or even half decent?
3: Yeah, there is there there were eight pups in the litter. And, um, uh, to this point, uh, there's still, I think two or three unraced. We couldn't try it we, we, even though we, Still own them all. Uh, I've, I've farmed them out to a couple of other trainers, and there's a dog called um, Lagoon Dark Eyes. He's had two, he's had four starts at Gunnar He's with a, a good friend of ours up there, Kevin Campbell, and he's had two starts up there and um, uh, for two wins and two seconds. One of the seconds was to uh, a little, little burrito in track record time, so you'd really regard that as a win, I suppose, in normal circumstances. <laughs> So he's going really well, uh, and his sister's with Kevin as well. She hasn't raced yet. She's been on season. And then um, Peter Rogers has got a couple for us. He's one with um, Lagoon Greta at Gosford, and the other one at Lagoon Max. He's going to have his start in the next couple of weeks. So apparently he's going okay. Um, and uh, and Lagoon we've got four, our, four ourselves here.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for Lagoon Maxi's debut because I dare say uh might be in embedding, but we might get a little bit of a price. Um, Ray, we look forward to following this fellow, Father Rick. Uh, that speed he showed on Sunday was just outstanding. So best of luck with him moving forward, and I'm sure he's already in many, many black books, but best of luck uh, to yourself and Sharon with this fellow moving forward.
3: Thanks very much.
1: Ray, thanks great to everything. have a chat, and thanks for, for joining us on Going Greyhounds. Ray Webster. Uh, coming on. Uh, Lagoon Maxi, We'll keep an eye out for that one making its debut in the coming weeks. Uh, that's it for going greyhounds. Uh, of course plenty more to come this evening. 7pm Sky Racing to the Catching Pen. Great to have Ash Baker aboard with us today. Lismore Gosford Bulleye, the Group 2 Lismore Cup tonight. Grafton Wentworth Park, Richmond tomorrow. Dapdo Ganada and Casino on Thursdays. For more information, head to thedogs.com.au. Have a wonderful Tuesday.